Not everyone is destined for greatness. These are the stories of the damned. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other accursed stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Wheels. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. And I'm Greg. You ready to get scared again? Yeah. 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 Because it might, depending on which door you actually, it's going to get spooky no matter what. <laughs> um, okay. Who wants to recap uh, last week, though? I mean, last time we went down in the creepy dungeon and we had to pick a bunch of doors. <laughs> I mean, the whole vibe was like kind of not great, but eventually we just sort of randomly picked a door and we went in. And of course, there were scary demons. And well, I mean, I guess they showed us like our past or something. Well, they definitely showed us our past, but I'm not sure like how real it was. But either way, the demons tried to like kill us or whatever. But jokes on them because we killed them first. <laughs> uh, and then you essentially opened a closet, and there were some dead bodies in there, each of which was uh, someone that you knew from your own lives. But dead. well, I was trying to forget that part. But thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I think that's where we left off, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep, you you've got three dead imp demons at your feet, and there are very familiar corpses in the closet of this room. The only other exit is back where you came. Then I guess we go there, right? Yeah, back out into the right. Continue the path we were going. Let's turn this boat around. There are once you start heading down that way, because that's the only way you haven't gone. Uh, you hit another choice. There's a door on your right, or you could go farther down into the where it's darker at the edge of this hall. I feel like doors are a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to open the first doors I see unless someone makes me stop. So, <laughs> All right. I'm not going to make you stop. I'm not going to make Blood you stop. Blood just walks towards the door and opens it. Uh, as you will, I'll, I'll slow you down just a bit because I'll tell you what happens when you get closer to that door. You hear, like, through the door, uh, it's muffled, obviously, because it's through the door, but through the door, you just hear, like a rave, or like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it? Your characters probably wouldn't know what that means, but that's what it is. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. That's what it sounds like. Oh, y'all, it sounds real dope in here. Y'all want to go in this one? Yeah, it feels like a place where my hat belongs. I don't know how I know that. Uh, You open the door? Yeah. In the same way as the rest of this place, you know how I said that you hadn't come across anything magical yet, or at least there wasn't magic on that first door? When you open this door, you don't even have to do a check, Anita. Like, you open and everyone immediately knows that magic is happening because there are 
lights everywhere of, of different colors, and they're all pulsating uh, with the rhythm of this. Oh, God. Echoing sound. Uh, not echoing, but uh, repeating. Yeah, it's like a rave bass, right? And that brick with gold trim interior stops once you enter this room, uh, and it's all reflective. The whole, th it's, it's reflective tiles throughout the entirety of the room, although the tiles are, like, too small to, like, each be a mirror. It's like, uh, it's like little cobblestone, but instead of the cobblestone, it's little mirror slices, so it has this, ooh, this real creepy effect of, like, you're catching glimpses of your own reflection, but you don't recognize yourself because of all these different lights and because the mirrors themselves are too small. And so it's this odd funhouse effect that's not great. It's uh, a fucked up discount. But at the far edge of the room, there is a full mirror and it's directly facing you. Like you open the door, all these lights turn on and you're facing right at the the full mirror on the other side of the room, but you don't see your own reflection. Instead, you see uh, a single man standing there in a very bright, multicolored suit who is jumping up and down as you walk in. Um, well, I'm gonna stop you there because I open the door and see this horrific sight and I say, anybody else in favor of me just closing this door back? I just closed the door. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the rave gets quieter. <laughs> Muffled again. I mean, the next one might be real weird too, but I don't like that one. Mm -hmm. Are we we're what are we Okay, hold up. Logan out of character. What are we being paid for specifically? We have to get revenge. There is Do a demon that uh the your context told you about a demon that stole a scroll. That scroll is uh, supposedly an item that's required to do a spell that will uh, get the person reading it out of the roots uh, if they're stuck. Mm. Um, and the god of the organization that you that hired you um, wants that scroll. Uh, it's said to be held by a demon with tattered wings and uh, like a, a large humanoid body with tattered wings, but also uh, the flesh of his body is like gears that enter it's 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 flesh like it's flesh and bone but his flesh and bone are shaped like gears that inter interlock with each other that's the description you were given and nothing like that was in the rave room right correct the the dancing man with the brightly co colored suit who was jumping up and down did not look like that no yeah so fuck it fuck that room <laughs> <laughs> moving on Okay, you head down the hall and you get to a point where this sort of entrance area that, you know, you passed the, you would, you had already passed your entrance way you came in. Um, but as you keep going down this way, the, those automatic torches that we talked about, um, they're not lighting the end of this hallway very well, um, but you can still tell that it's just a pretty plain wooden door uh, at the end of this hallway. Well, I guess we have to open that one. Yeah. yeah. What, what stopped you this time? <laughs> well, I ain't stopped yet I just saw the door give me a minute <laughs> roll to open the door no um, 
you open it and the stone under your feet turns to just dirt. Uh, it's almost like you enter into a cave. Like, almost like, you know, you open the door from a fort and you enter in into uh, some sort of natural cave-like system. Uh, it is not well lit in here, but you hear, you hear like a rattling, not like a rattling, but like a sliding, like a, like an object is sliding around the room, but that's kind of all you can really hear. I know this room should not freak me out any less than the other one, but somehow it does. <clears throat> and I walk in. <laughs> yeah, I follow. Yeah. In in we go. Uh, I guess I'll have you each roll hunt, please. Mm. As uh, you each kind of like get a... F- You've each been in a lot of scrapes, you know? And there's a point at which you just kind of know, you know, you know that that there's a there's a point where like the adrenaline kicks in before the brain perceives anything. So, you know, it's not a perception skill. Uh, It's like a are your instincts right check here because you feel the adrenaline coming in your body before you even know why. Um, So give me those rolls. Yeah, mine's not. Mine's not. Mine's not ready. My body's not ready. I gotta say, yeah. Greg's body is ready. <laughs> Sud's the only one ready. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sud, I think the reason that you pick up faster is because when that sliding sound that I described, it's kind of stuck in your. It was sticking in your head, and you only realize now that it's because. The quality of it is a little different because you're in a different spot, but that's definitely the rock, that that sound of the rock rattling after you threw it, it's that sound continuing. And it's when you have that realization that all of a sudden there are three, no, sorry, there are six small flames that uh, light themselves on the other side of the room and... Greg, since you have just, like, a modicum of something to cling on to, Sud ends up seeing, just, you know, having the context of looking for the rock, that kind of gets your eyes accustomed to that little bit of light faster than the other two. You can see that it it's, like, three creatures. That's the six lights. The flames are their eyes. Um, and can't really make out their bodies yet because they're too far away on the darkest side of the room. Um, you can see that they had been passing back and forth the rock, like like playing mm. catch mm. with each other, kicking the rock back and forth. Um, but the second that you all entered the room, all of their eyes lit a flame and they're, and they're staring at you from the other side of the room. And they start to move, um, not quickly, but like a cat does when it sees something of the flames are kind of getting a little bigger, and it's three of them spread out. So those six lights kind of go to opposite corners of the room slowly as they move smoothly. And some of that, one of them is kind of getting closer to the light, so that you can kind, of, so that you can get the idea that at least that one is quadrupedal. But that's all you can see for now. What do you do? Sud immediately draws. Uh, his sword, uh, which is sort of like the signal of, hey, shit's in here. 
Right. <laughs> um, and then uh, I look at the other two. Uh, back to back. That's tried to get through. So we form up in like a little triangle. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I. Yeah, would... I think we've probably done this maneuver. Before. Yeah. And then, like, slowly inch. Like, I'll be at the point since I can see them, and like slowly mm-hmm. inch into the room, like to try to make it across. The at this point, the three creatures have um, split up their little group, and one of them is. Uh, and now that you're kind of in the middle, your eyes have adjusted to the darkness a little bit. And as they slink along the edge of the room, you see that um, they are, in fact, three quadrupedal creatures, although you recognize them. Um, Each is a different creature. Um, There is a bear, an ox, and a wolf. Uh, with these little flames where their eyes should be as they're slinking around the room. None of them are, like, actually acting as you would expect that animal to act. Like, the the bear is moving with too much grace, and mm. and the, the, the wolf would have pounced by now, but uh, they're just circling. They're just kind of waiting, and... Now that your eyes have adjusted and you can see what they are, you can see that while it is true that it's a bear and it's a, and an ox and it's a wolf, ah, hmm, they, it's like the wolf's fur is, has gone entirely gray and you can, you can just kind of get the idea that it's not, wasn't born that color, that just everything's been drained out of it and the bear's skin is so loose and filled with just wrinkles and the ox is like uh has just all of these cuts on it and and you know like not cuts but like scars that have healed like so many where you wonder how has one creature endured that many scars and is still alive um and yeah they continue to circle are you just trying to reach a particular are you trying to like look for a door out are you trying to yeah i think i'm edging forward to look for either a better position because this ain't it um yeah <laughs> or a, a way out of here like i want to actively try to find the next path through um or at least if i can't find that then i want to find a better place to be than in the middle give me a stealth roll please I mean, they see you, but it's still that kind of, like, can I move without anchoring them? <laughs> kind of, like, yeah. that's a hit. There's a point where you're, it's just very clear that even to an animal, it would be clear that what you're looking for is a way out. You know, you're you're trying to get away from them. You don't need, uh, you know, you don't need human reasoning to figure that out. Uh, and all of a sudden, once that, you know, you've moved enough that it's very clear that you're trying to just pass through... Uh, the three creatures coalesce back into this into one group again, and then they stand on one side of the room. And with the full light of all six of their eyes by that so- by that wall, you can see that they have stood by an exit. And each of them is like leaning down, like leaning its head down, like submissively. 
I'm going to assume that I have some sort of rations in my pack. And I toss like a jerky stick towards them. Hmm. Oh, I love this. Um, the wolf walks up slowly, sniffs the jerky, circles it, and just keeps sniffing it, and you know does some form of uh, like it looks like it's howling, like not howling. It looks like it's like calling to it to the other two, but no sound is coming out of its mouth. Um, but it's doing like the the motions of calling and the other two gather as well. And you notice now that they're all moving, that they don't make any sound, that each of them is entirely silent, that when their feet hit the ground, you hear nothing. Mm. That's why all you could hear was the rock passing mm. back and forth because it's, it's the only thing in this room that actually, that was moving that actually makes sound. Each of the creatures sniffs the, the jerky. You can tell they're very confused by it. But the wolf takes a cautious bite, very small, and nudges it with its nose to the bear and the ox, who each take way too small of bites for a bear and an ox. And then you can see them carry it to one part of the room, and then they come back, and they sit by the door, and they bow their heads again. Well, uh, that didn't tell me as much as I'd hoped it would. <laughs> so what y'all reckon? Just uh, head to the door? I mean. I I want to. Okay. So Anita has streets D10, which is a big stat there. The one with all the scars. I just want to. I just want to do a quick check to see mm. if that's like a. It seems like a dogfight situation. <laughs> That's a yeah. That's an interesting intuition. Give me that streets roll. Okay. <laughs> Anita sucks. <laughs> no, that's a hit. A four, uh, four and above is a hit. Oh, okay. D tens are great. Um, so <laughs> I didn't originally plan on the, it being like a fighting situation that scarred it, but once, but I like that idea a lot. So yeah, you approach the ox, and as you the as you get to it, it like emphasizes that submissive behavior. Um, yeah, you're up close to it. You got a better look. Um, and you can see that, like, these scars, some of these scars could be from fights. And in fact, some of them probably are. There are, there are scars that are, you know, hard to explain other than getting into tussles with other big animals. Then there's just just a lot of scars of all different <laughs> kinds. You find puncture wounds and you find slashes and you find just, you know, it's all scarred over and healed, but dang, just every, certainly every weapon you've seen has made a, a cut on this thing and every tooth and every bite, just all kinds of pain has been inflicted on this thing. I think I I would reach out to just sort of like pet it if it's doing a sort of submissive pose. When you do, you're hit with a lot. Washing over you is this like it's it's almost like you put your hand on it and when you do it's like you've broken surface tension between your hand and the ox and it's like 
once you do, it's like you're one thing now. Once you're touching, the two of you are connected and you can kind of feel this like continuity between you and the ox. And when you do, there's this sort of exchange of information in your head. It's like someone dropped a whole bunch of memories in your head and you're only able to pick up a few before the rest of them hit the ground and fall. The few that you pick up, there are a few that you can tell are older memories of the ox just and it's and you can see why it was hurt so many times because the glimpses you get you can kind of feel where they or when they were in this thing's life and this thing has just had too long of a life <laughs> it's just been around for so long that you know eventually you're picking up scars and it feels like this thing has been around for an eternity and what's sad is that a good, if you could divide that eternity in half, it feels like half of it has been in this room. Ugh. Just every memory is the same oh, after no. a point of being here, of eating, sharing with the other two, sorting, eating, sharing, sorting, eating, sharing, sorting, over and over and over again for the kind of oh, second God. half of this thing's life up to now. These creatures are suffering, and we should take them with us or something? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I mean, we don't know they're not down here for a reason. <laughs> Door's open. Uh, I didn't close that door when I came in. It's sad. All of this seems very cruel. Do we... <laughs> I, I'll look at the animals and say, can you can you understand us? Doesn't seem like they can understand speech, no. What happens if I just go walk to the door that we came through? Is it still open? They kind of go back to, like, circling the room and watching you. Uh, but they still... You know, now that they've now that they've smelled you, they seem submissive still, but they're kind of just. I do circling. that thing where I motion towards the door, like, after you, you can go out the door. Here you go. Here it is. Yeah, they. <laughs> the wolf like sets its paw into the other room, walks back in the hallway, like walks back and forth a bit, just heads back to this room. And like kind of circles around, lays down, starts kind of acting more like a wolf again. They were kind of, you know, they had that moment where they were all individually kind of acting not like their own animals. And now after a little bit of interaction, they're kind of going back into the animal behavior you'd expect from each one of them. Hmm. I need to touch the ox. Correct. Can I attempt to approach and uh, pet the wolf? Yeah, um, it's the same thing Anita feels of, of, how do I describe that? It's just like, it's like you, you put your hand on the wolf and you, you know, expect it to be like anything else. You, you touch it and you feel it, but instead of feeling the sensation of the creature, it just, your hand doesn't go through, but it just feels like Mm. you just kind of sink into this creature and that connection between you two is it's like 
feels like made for you in a sense that like when you two are together there's a there's a special kind of connection here and the same thing happens to you where you are also flooded um, with all of these memories the, the wolf seems to have had a much less stressful first half of life <laughs> you see it wandering through an endless forest with all of these different trees with fruit some fruit you've seen some you haven't and just wandering endlessly with a there's all of these other creatures they don't like they don't seem to like be interacting with each other you don't have any memories of the wolf like having to hunt other things it's just eating fruit which obviously wolves don't do Mm. but at a point in the memories you see you see a man in a lot of the memories for this small chunk of the wolf's life and then and the, the the affection that you can feel from this wolf towards this person in its memories is just it is indescribable it, it's like it's, it's not like just a normal relationship connection it's like or like animal to human friendship it's like it's like membership of a team it's membership of a unit it's like this is my person. I am this person's wolf. Together we are made whole. Um, is kind of like the feeling the wolf had for this person. And then there's a gap in the memories, and then all of a sudden, no person, no forest, no fruit, just cold and searching everywhere for the smell and of the of the human and not finding it anywhere and eventually wandering somehow, metaphysically who knows, uh, physically I don't know, but somehow ends up wandering here and it just felt like the place to give up so it did and so it, along with the ox and the bear both of whom were already here it comes to understand you eat the rotten fruit in the corner you share it with the other two you sort them you rinse you repeat um i want to attempt to show it my memories so it understands mm. what i do what memory yeah uh tell me what the wolf like tell me what highlights the wolf gets like what's the what's the highlight reel um, I think, like, I start with a similar sort of lost feeling um, than, like, I have my mother and uh, I'm carrying that. And then it skips forward to all of that being basically, a, a as far as Sud is concerned, a lie. And then I think I just show job after job after job of putting things down that need to be put down mm-hmm. to see if there's any sort of acknowledgement of I also need to, I do want this to end. Mm. Like, do they, I want to see if the wolf is like, it jumps up to you playfully. And as you know, as it continues to, to touch you, that, um, that connection is still there and you, you feel like, its affection for you certainly grew 
um, having learned about you, but, um, and that, that, and the feeling to you is like, wow, this like match between me and this creature is greater than any other, you know, cross species interaction I've ever had. But to it, yeah, doesn't fit quite right. Like you, you, for some reason that feeling, the feeling is mutual, but it, the wolf isn't impressed because you're not its person, you know? Whoa. Wait, are all these mapped one-to-one to us? Uh, so Blood sees Anita have this clearly intense thing with the ox, and then obviously whatever's happening with Sudden is like feeling jealous inside, but out loud she <laughs> says, well, we can't leave this baby out and touches the bear. <laughs> I'll spare you describing this that same sensation again, but ugh, the bear. The bear has always been here. This is the bear's cave, and everything else mm. has come here since. The bear has always sorted. That has always been the bear's duty. And the bear, the same as the other two, each of them is somehow eternal, each of them showing its age in its own way, but the Unlike the other two, the bear has always been here. Do okay. Um, all right, I have two two parts to this. Do I feel any sort of desire from the bear? Desire not of me in particular, but just desire yeah. for anything. Like what's it angling for? Yeah. yeah. Give me a Well, I have a lot to negotiate. I'd love to negotiate with this bear. <laughs> Wheels, were you prepared for us to do one half of one room of this dungeon per <laughs> session? No. Um, <laughs> what's the. We walk in a room. Skills. Ooh, animals. <laughs> we're going to stay. Give me a negotiate roll, please. Okay. Eight. It needs to sort the fruit. Okay. So, specifically the fruit or just sort in general? It needs to sort the fruit okay. that's in the that you can now smell is in the corner of the room. Okay. All right. Um well, I think the only way that blood knows how to like it, it interact or do anything is to pull out a piece of fruit from her own bag and offer it to the bear. Hmm. I think the feeling that she tries to feel at it is mm-hmm. I can't help you, I can't do anything for you. But here's, this. here's an offering <laughs> to you. Yeah. Like that. Um, yeah, I think it, yeah, I, I don't think I need to complicate it. I think it takes it, it bites it. It's clearly confused. Like it's, it's not, it kind of turns its head to the side a little bit. Takes another bite. Each of them is like taking multiple bites. Like they can't get a feel for where it goes. <laughs> you know, they need multiple tastes. But then eventually it's like, they even, they don't, vocalize because again each of them is completely silent but they would you can tell that they would be making sounds if they were creatures that made sounds anymore to each other and they, they some have some limited communication between each other and then the bear walks it over to one of the piles and gets back to sorting okay I go to the other door and I open it
Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for a listing guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some really cool stuff like enamel pins and trading cards and a whole bunch of stuff. It's really great, so go check it out. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. We are looking for reviews right now, so we want to try to hit 200 by the end of the year. If we can get there. Uh, if you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. We release a bonus show each month, along with a whole bunch of other extras. So check that out at patreon.com. To all our patrons, thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, one creature from beyond, Getsis, uh says, My favorite actual play podcast. Oh, I like how that starts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan already. I used to be skeptical. Skeptical of an actual podcast, but this one has changed my mind. The gimmick of randomly determining as many things as possible is brilliant. It always provides just enough material for the highly skilled players and GMs to craft rich, character-driven stories that are unique and thrilling. The wide variety of games they play is also a fantastic crash course in what's out there beyond D&D. Yeah. I always say Thanks. I always say our second gimmick is that we're it's good. The show's good. <laughs> the first gimmick is the randomness. Like a second. The first gimmick's their gimmick, gimmick is that gimmick we make is... it good. Good. Not a lot of shows Yay. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, burn. Bye. But... Bye. Bye. <laughs> We didn't get through even one room, but we <laughs> did. I opened the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got through like one and a half. You decided he didn't want to go to the rave room. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You decided you want to talk to animals, not people. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a situation I find myself in a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we all felt that real hard. <laughs>